thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out and join us on all social media platforms at Fused Marriages. Sir. How you doing today? It's a good day. It's a good day? Yeah. What, what makes a good day a good day? Um, progress for yeah, me. I like that. I like that. Yeah. What What makes a good day a good day for you? Uh, I like progress. I, I I would piggyback on that. I would also say like a a a peaceful day. Like you know what I mean. Where I'm gonna be wrong. Life is life, but like just so you just got a, the sense of like okay, you know what? Everything is still moving. Everything is still gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Probably you my know, two reasons. I was thinking about this, and then we'll jump into our topic. I was thinking. What do you think is one of the hardest things for people, men and women, to do? Oh, man. Um, it's very broad, I know. That is what very do, broad. That's a lot. That's a wide open. I got something on my mind, but I really want to hear hardest? what's the first thing that comes to your mind. I think the first thing, that, I mean, for a lot of us, I think the hardest thing for us to do is to, like, speak our mind to, like, how we really feel about something. Hmm. Why do you think that? I think it's, like, people have struggled they don't want to offend anybody they don't want to say the wrong thing they don't want to be you know perceived to be you know one way and be taken wrong so -hmm. i think it's sometimes challenging to kind of like you know have those hard conversations about really how you really really feel about something i can agree with that i can agree with that um because i was thinking today you know like i'm i'm in the midst you know um fused community i'm in the midst of kind of um, reevaluating some things. Mm-hmm. What what's important? What do I need to prioritize? How do I need to make some of the um, the things that are have been given to me that have been gifted to me? Some opportunities that have come. How do I make those work? And I have come to the conclusion, not that I didn't before, but the more that you are pursuing, um, the more important consistency becomes. That's good. That's good. I like and that. I think that that's my thing. Like, man, to consistently coming to do this podcast and to share our thoughts with you all and for you to share your thoughts back with us and to consistently, you know, make sure that family and home is taken care of and that business and work and ventures and entrepreneurial, um, um, you know, initiatives, those things to be consistent is challenging. And And as I kind of talk through that and think through that, I guess it segues into kind of our conversation today because we are jumping into part two of why marriage is so hard. Um, and I think yeah. a lot of people, like, we love the wedding and we love to talk about the great aspects of marriage. But so often, and this is why we offer premarital counseling through fused marriages, but so often we fail to have real substantial conversations about what makes this a challenge and what can we do to move beyond that challenge or to prepare because we know life, there's going to be ups and downs. Mm -hmm. There's going to be things um, that we don't see coming that are going to blindside us in life or that we're not prepared for. But if we're able to maintain a consistent posture of being on the same side, same side of an issue or consistent communication or consistent connection, then that can make some of those ups and downs that on this roller coaster of life really um, easier to bear, and, I, and that's not even just in marriage, though, obviously, um, our conversation, but being consistent in your relationship with your family or your friends or your children, um, you know, cousins, whomever, really makes those relationships deeper, more valuable, more substantial, and you get to experience um, 
a level of understanding and connection that you don't if it's just a pop in and out of each other's uh, out of each other's world. So as we jump into what makes marriage so hard, is there anything that you kind of wanted to to add to that? And then I want to kind of recap some of our conversation from last time. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, no, just I mean, I, I guess I, I just trying to chime in just a, a tidbit because yeah, because marriage is hard, right? But I think the idea to to, to say that is almost just to prepare yourself for that. Prepare yourself in the aspect of like if I'm, you know, if I'm training for 100 meters or am I training for a marathon? I, it's different, right? Mm-hmm. You can train or be prepared for something. But like if I'm training for a marriage, I got to I got to know how to prepare myself while I'm, while, before I'm doing it. Right. The pre we talked about and while I'm, I'm in the process of actually running. Right. I just I run differently. Yeah. I breathe differently. I take things to end differently. You know what I mean? And so it's just. So I hope nobody's not getting, you know, afraid, like, oh, my goodness, marriage is hard. That's why I don't want to get married. That's not the intent. I have heard that before. Yeah. I've heard people not just from, you know, this platform, but I've heard people like, why do people say marriage is so hard? But it's not to discourage you from getting married. It's to say, hey, it's worth it's worth the investment. Like you said, if you're going to be if your your goal is to win, you know, uh, the championship, it's going to take more investment than if I'm just playing pickup basketball. You know, so if if I really want to, hey, I want to go for the NBA and we tell our, you know, our kids this, not just you and I, but collectively, we say, hey, you have to work towards it. You have to try harder. You can't make a honor roll and never study and to say like, oh, it's it's too hard to study, but I want to make a honor roll. If you want something that's substantial, you got to put in the investment and that investment and uh, investment in anything is challenging, whether it's, hey, I'm going to invest in this stock, meaning that I can't spend the money on these shoes because I'm putting my money over here. That might be a ch- a a tough decision for somebody or hey I'm I'm you know I'm gonna not go to this place that I want to go because I'm gonna invest into my kids and spend time here for somebody that might be a, a, a tough thing or to have hard conversations hey marriage might be hard because you're having to open up you're having to expose yourself in a different way so I completely agree with you yeah and I, I just want to give a like a sports analogy you know I mean just maybe I know this is you know cliche hopefully not but like the idea of like you know if I'm telling somebody you no know, marriage is hard right it's not to scare you for one, but when you get to that point where it is hard, like if I'm running, you know, that mile and I get to that third lap and I feel a cramp or something, I feel like, oh man, I feel something on my back. But like, you know what? Keep going. You got to push through it. It's like, you don't, we, we're trying to prepare you for those, those moments when it gets hard of like, yeah, you can overcome that. You can get over that hill. You can, you, you, you can push beyond that. Because you're in a marathon. So just hopefully we can, you know, can give you some insight on that. Because conversely, there has been times and people have experienced where they say, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. Nobody told yeah, me. That's true. You know, I thought I, I saw how my parents did it and they never complained or, you know, I didn't see that example set before me. I didn't yeah. know. And that happens a lot, particularly in Christian worlds and Christian circles where everybody smiles and says everything is OK. And really it's a battle. But they don't yeah. let people know that it's a battle. So we want to let you know so that you know you can overcome, so that you know you can press through because it's worth it. So um, as a way of recap, we talked about marriage being challenging in our last segment um, mm-hmm. because we are different. There are differences between the two of you, not just gender-wise, but preference-wise, what you grew up seeing, what you grew up knowing and expecting. Um, and then we also talked about culturally um, what's expected yeah. from the culture, um, how we are, how marriage is depicted and, and then what we, we gain from that or what we understand from that, or even in, in how, um, other people talk about what to expect based on cultural standards. 
Anything you want to add? No, no, no. I think you touched it. I don't think you touched it. I mean, yeah, the culture is definitely not for marriage, right? It's not promoted. It's not glorified. It's not uplifted, at least to the magnitude of really what it should stand for. Mm-hmm. Get me wrong. There's some people out there, you know, definitely kind of know, hey, you know, doing a good job, stay there. But like, it's not enough of it, right? And I think that's just on us as individuals saying, okay, we see a couple, encourage them. You don't know what that means. So I'm like, hey, beautiful family. Like, just those simple words, like I've, I've heard people told, tell me that it, it encourages me like, man, y'all got to make sure we stay right, right? Or get it right or fix right, whatever it is, right? Just the encouraging word in that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So today, um, kind of want to get into some of the the purposefully, the purpose of marriage. Um, and I'd like you to kind of talk about that a little bit because I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, no, I guess, I mean, I think we talked about a little bit um, on, on the last the last show about, you know, the purpose of marriage and, and at least one of them and an and idea that biblically we talked about this is like, is to be fruitful. Mm-hmm. And the idea of being fruitful, a lot of people often go straight to, okay, you know what, you know, I need to have kids. I need to, you know, spread my seed around the earth and you know what, and, and build this, build this, build this family. You know what I mean? Like with the ideas, it is, it's like, well, maybe not, you know, well, you know, you you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. So like the idea, but like that is, that is, I agree with that. That is one side of being fruitful. The other side of being fruitful is that, you know what, you two are together to literally create something to build something, to grow something, to expand on something, something that you could not have done as an individual. So if I'm looking at like the purpose of marriage, yeah, I want to have kids with, you know, this amazing woman that that God has brought into my life. But also I want to be able to build and establish something, a kingdom with this with this woman that's going to that's going to go beyond just what I could have done by myself. Yeah, I definitely um, lean in more to the purpose of marriage being bearing fruit, not necessarily children. There are people that are unable to have children and they have been told that if this is the purpose of marriage and you're not bearing children, then mm-hmm. somehow you're missing the best of life. Now I, as a mother, I love my children, but I don't think that because for somebody that is unable to have children or has not yet had children, that their marriage is somehow incomplete. I think the idea of bearing fruit does have to do with what is the outcome? What is the output mm-hmm. of your union? There should be something that comes out of the two of you that has legacy, um, that, has, that lives beyond this moment. Um, that if your marriage is just about hanging out and drinking and having parties and having a good time, what is, what is the end goal here? And we've talked in shows before about, you know, establishing a vision for your marriage, kind of talking about, okay, we're getting together. What are our common goals? Where's their overlap? How can I support you? so that you can be completely all that God has called you to be. And how can that be reciprocated so that I can be completely all that God has called me to be. And then we're, we're pushing in the same direction. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be in the same career. Um, I think sometimes, you know, you might have somebody, um, that is in corporate America and somebody that is an artist and you think, well, there is, we just love each other, but there's no way like we don't get each other's worlds. Well, you might not understand each other's worlds, but that doesn't mean that there's not some way to push your partner to the front, to encourage, to help, to assist. So I think yeah. that that's, um, 
a huge part of the purpose of being together is outcome. So, I mean, I, I think the question we ha- we have to ask, okay, why is the like the purpose of marriage? Why are we saying it? Understanding that, why does it make it hard? Or why is marriage hard with understanding the purpose of marriage? I think you have to just put in your mind and say, okay, why am I getting married? Right? Mm-hmm. You got to answer. You got to be able to answer that question. And the question answer should be, you know, of course, you know what? Ideally, if you're able to to have kids, but also, okay, we're here to like do something right what's the something right if i can't if i'm struggling with okay outside of family why am i with this person it's going to be it's going to make it more difficult right it's going to make marriage more difficult if you know if 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 my something doesn't match with your something whatever that something is and we're trying to accomplish something an agenda it's gonna it's gonna draw us apart, not gonna pull us together. So whatever we're, whenever we're together, we should be together driving towards something, even if it's a support role. And I'm not in the thing you're in, but you're in the, like, but you're supporting me, or vice versa. I'm supporting you and what and pushing you to that to that next level. If I don't see myself as that type of husband and trying to like pushing you to be the best you, and it's only you following me or this that and the other, like it's gonna it's gonna cause complications. It's gonna make it extremely difficult okay so what do you think about this like you know you and i are we're not exactly Mm -hmm. in agreement on the children um because i just think that that's such a sensitive topic i think yeah what you mean by we're not in agreement well i mean you said if you have you know if you can ideally you should have children if if you can some people don't may not want kids some people don't want it right some people don't want it and that's okay okay yeah that's okay yeah that's okay but this is my question to you um what about when couples I've and you and I have both heard this mm-hmm. they get pregnant they're not married and they say well we're going to get pre- we're going to get married because we have a child do you think that that supports like okay where well, you're creating a family unit or do you think it's a you know if that's the only thing that you have in common is that you have a child you should not get married what are your thoughts I mean, of course, it depends on each individual, but like, I don't think that should be the driving factor of choosing, you know, if you, if you made a mistake, right. And I'm not kind of calling the kid a mistake, but the idea of like, just having a kid without somebody that's committed to you, mm-hmm. I think it causes a situation where like, yeah, you could be putting yourself in harm's way later on of like, y'all really not a match. Right. And, it, and I've seen it work out both ways though. Right. Where, you know what, they not a match or they didn't know it and it, and it did work and they didn't know it and it didn't work. So it's just a significant risk that people can, you know, take on They're like, hey, you know, you having a kid. That's good. Y'all got that in common. But what about these other things? OK, OK, that's 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 fair. OK, so another um, reason that people can say, man, marriage is hard work. You know, it's mm-hmm. tough. Why is it like this is the idea of covenant versus contract. Explain those terms and your thoughts behind them. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Contract. um, it, it, it's it's all dependent on, you know what, if you don't do this, then we're good. If I sign a legal binding contract, you know, that you're going to perform these tasks. And if you go outside of these tasks, the contract is null and void. Okay. Right. So if you take that mindset toward a marriage, right, as long as you do A, B, C, D, E, F, and G, if you don't, then I'm going to avoid it. I'm going to leave. I'm going to bounce. I'm going to step out. I'm going to do this, that, and the other. And the whole idea of marriage wasn't based on a, on a, on a contractual agreement. Mm-hmm. It's based on a covenant agreement. Which is? And a covenant agreement is the idea is like, you know what? I'm in it regardless of what you do. Mm-hmm. Right? 
And people may get confused. Well, you know, what if they, well, don't get me wrong. There's some extreme things people can do. And I call them extreme, but they may not be extreme. Somebody could, you know, could cheat. Somebody could hit. Somebody could, you know, cuss at your mama. Well, mom, I don't know. Somebody cuss at your mama. Can you get a divorce over? I don't know. I don't like, like, but that could be, that could be a hard. Let's not put that to the test. That could be, that could be hard, right? <laughs> It'd be definitely difficult. But the whole deal of a, of a covenant, right, is that it's established regardless of how you are operating in that situation. And, and, and the intent is not somebody to abuse the covenant exactly. of it, right? But the idea is to take the heart of it like, you know what? I'm in it. You know what? If he don't pick up his dirty drawers, I'm in it. If she doesn't cook every day, I'm in it. If he doesn't cook every other day, once a month, whatever, I'm in it. If he don't take out the trash all the time, I'm in it. Like, it's, it, and again, it's not, it's not for the person to abuse the idea that's what we have. But to take the heart of it and say, you know what, no, nah, this, I'm, 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 this is me, and this, and this is you, and we in this together. Not, I'm not holding up some list or some items that, you know what, that's gonna, I'm gonna hold you to, and if you don't do them, I'm out. Yeah, and I think that that is the hard thing, at least for me to grapple with prior that I had to grapple with prior to getting married is this idea that. I'm not going to give somebody this much authority over my future. Like I'm going to get married mm -hmm. and I'm, these are the things I will and will not put up with. I think I actually told you yeah. I had a list of things that I was like, no, if you do this, absolutely not. But I think part of my fear, and maybe this is your experience too, but part mm -hmm. of my fear was that person might abuse it. But one of the things that I've learned is if they are, if you think that they might abuse it, if they're that type of person, right. then you shouldn't marry them. Good, if you though. think that they're the kind of person that would take advantage of your commitment mm -hmm. um, and to not care and look out for the union, then that is not somebody that you should that you should say, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. I think that's the way that I, I had to look yeah, at it. Is, is this a person that would do these us. things to me? Yeah, that's a, a lot of us, I think, have that. I mean, that's just, that's hard, right? To kind of, like you said, like you said, the power of giving that somebody that power to be able to kind of like, oh, hold on now. Like, I can't, you know, how do I, what, what's my out, right? It's, I think I think you, you have to try to avoid what's my out. You know what I mean? Like, a personally, I, just, I don't agree in prenuptial. I just don't. If you go, that's what you got to have to get married, then we got problems start from the foundation. Like, why we got to have that, right? There's some trust in there. And I think one of the things that people come to mind with talking about getting married is like, like the idea of like somebody better is not coming along. What do you mean? So the idea of that, like you think, okay, you get married and you thinking like, okay, she's the one, she meets all my needs and there's nobody else that's going to come along five years, 10 years later, that's finer, that maybe can connect with you better, that's whatever, whatever. And you're like, I can go take that. No, you in a covenant relationship. Like it doesn't matter if somebody better comes along. The idea, I think we think we, that we marry the best of the best. And the best of the best, no, but I ain't fitting nobody. But the idea is like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm not going to see somebody, some man in your case and some woman in my case, like come by and be like, hold on. They feel a different need. I need to go. No, that's a contract. You didn't say it. Okay. Uh, you didn't meet that one. This one over here did. I'm going there. And we have to like, try to like get, get ready for that. Like, okay, you know what? Yeah. I married a great woman and this, that, and the other, but like, Hey, we get older, we get situations happen, life happens, health, whatever stuff happens. And like the fact that somebody comes and walks along and may be different, maybe better, putting quote unquote, 
doesn't give me the, 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 the decision or to be able to be able to step out and say, Hey, I'm going to go see what they talking about. I'm see what they about. Let them feel this need that I have because my spouse isn't to me. That's, that's a contract. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's hard stuff. Um, but I think part of the protection as we talk about, um, a lot is ensuring that you're surrounded by people that are in support of your union, not just surrounded by people that you have a good time with, um, but people that can say, Tristan, get it together. Mm -hmm. Like you acting out of order. That is not the right response, but having people that are really, really, really for your union that you don't have to worry. Okay. They getting kind of close. Is is he, is she trying to, you know, she talking to Michael cause she's trying to get in. Is he talking to Tristan because he's trying to get to know her on a different level but surrounding people that are for your marriage, that are for the two of you. And for some of us, that might mean establishing new friendships. Um, That might mean, um, you know, hey, we were super close to our family. We might need a little bit of space. And I'm not saying that that you have to abandon the relationships that you had before you got married, but it is important to establish um, relationships in which you can be in connection that they might understand in a different way. Because that is some of the protection that you can have as you're building trust with your partner. Um, Not just having somebody that's like, all they care about is your money or Mm -hmm. all they care about is you having a good time. Um, Because there will be times in your marriage that if your girlfriend's like, girl, I wouldn't be putting up with all that. That's too much. He's doing too much. Or man, she's she's out of order. She's like, that's not the... That's not going to support the union as a whole. So I think it's really important as you're kind of talking about covenants yeah. and contracts. There will be some people that will be supportive of a contract. You can get out of this, man. Like she ain't, she been doing too much, you know, whatever. You can step. Why don't you bounce? Why don't we take a guy's trip? You don't have to tell her whatever. And that can cause division mm-hmm. um, instead of people that are for the covenant. This is what you committed to. How can we support? How can we help? I think that that's that's, that, that's important. Um, so moving into what I really am interested in hearing your perspective, you call it the voices. One of the things that makes marriage challenging is the voices. Are the voices? Yeah, and I'm, I'm I guess I would love to hear your thoughts too. Cause I'm I'm gonna speak straight from a, a male perspective only, right. and this is to my all of my you know to my husbands, my husbands to be. And hopefully they can they can validate and vouch for what uh, what what I'm about to say, and this hopefully the women can hear it as well, right? Because, okay. but I'm speaking from a male perspective. So I, uh, when I hear voices, and I, we kind of talked about the idea of why marriage is so hard. It's like we all need encouragement, men that is, mm-hmm. and maybe women too. But I want to I want to let you chime in on that. But like we all we definitely need encouragement, and there's there's one person, and there's one type of person. So there's two, right? That mm-hmm. that one. that. Person, one person, okay, type of person that can give me encouragement, okay, that can motivate me to be my best me. All right, there's one person that one person is you, my wife, Mm -hmm. that can motivate me. You know what, Michael, you know what, you got this, you know what, we got this, we're gonna push forward. You can motivate me, right? And you have that power, you have that power to do that, you have that influence to do that. There's another type of person from a male perspective that can do that as well. And that is a loving man or a husband that's been there before that can speak to me and say, when he sees me going through dealing with kids, trying to be a husband, trying to work and say, you know what, Michael, you got this. He can look at me with love in his eyes to me to say this without no expectations, without no judgment 
to say, you got this. And those voices, if we don't have those voices, if I ain't got my wife telling me that, I don't have another loving man that's been there telling me that, Mm -hmm. marriage is going to be extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. Because as a man, I need that encouragement, right? The, The task that's been placed on me to really make sure my family, I put that on a man that we stay together, we raise kids, we end up having, you know, this 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 idea of, of pushing some agenda forward, whether it's in business, whether it's in careers, whether it's in education, whatever that is, it, it's, it makes it really, really hard. If you're not telling me, Michael, you got this, and I don't have nobody else on the other side telling me I got this, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a be like a fish out of water just trying to flopping around trying to figure it out, right? I might make it back to the lake, I may not. And a lot of times we end up dying outside of the water because we don't have the voices to encourage us to say, you know what? Keep pushing. Keep trying. Keep you got this. I know it's hard. I know. I mean, I know it ain't perfect, but keep push. Keep going forward. So I love to hear your thoughts on it. I got, you know, that was a lot. We might have to do a spinoff of this show talking about called the voices or something, Um, because I I don't know that there's enough conversation that surrounds the man's need for the encouragement and support of his wife, but also that other loving male figure, mm-hmm. um, mentor or advisor or peer that's saying, nah, go back to the house. You know, right. let's, let's, we can work it out. I'll come with you. I'll bring my wife out. You know, I think that that, or, or not even I'll bring my wife. Hey man, I'll meet you. I know you've done that for some of your friends and mm-hmm. having that connection and saying, let's just sit down and talk it through because you're going to go back home. You know, yeah. yeah, that that's the end goal. Um, I think that's huge. I think, I would have to think about what it is that women need. I think that that's important. I think that the that those two are also important to have the husband's affirmation and encouragement and support. I think support, which I use in kind of air quotes because everybody's mm-hmm. support is different. But I think having that support, I know that it means so much to me when you tell me I'm proud of what you're doing and you let me kind of fly at the things that I'm that I'm pushing towards. I know that that means so much to me. And I know that that would mean so much to um, the community that, hey, when when husbands say, I how can I help you be your best you? Because so often society is the reverse. You help your husband be versus him letting you be. and then there's the, there's a lack of reciprocity, societally speaking. So really good stuff. I would love if we can revisit this in another yeah. in another show. So there might be a part three, a spinoff version of today Let's coming. What makes marriage so hard? But thank you so much for joining us today. Um, make sure that you connect with us on all our social media platforms at Fused Marriages and check out our website for more content and resources, fusedmarriages.com.